You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. Recovering compulsive overeater, and uh, I just wanted to say how grateful I am to all the members who helped me learn how to get on uh, this meeting. I've never done it before. Today's my first experience, and I think it's you know it's open willingness and you know to learn something new. Our H O W, you know, honest, open, willing, and willing to try something new, and. Um, glad that I am because it just opens up more doors for me, which is the way, you know, I want to live my life, learning more as I go along. So I really have an attitude of gratitude of learning uh, how to do this, and I'm still not great at it. I have to practice it a few times. Practice makes perfect, so I'll do it a few times and see how it works out. Um, I'm, uh, I've uh, been born and raised in San Francisco. I've lived uh, most of my life, in, well, pretty much all of my life in the Bay Area. I've uh, lived in Oakland, and I've lived in um, uh, San Francisco, Pacifica since 1973. And then in my youth, I was in San Francisco and went to, through the San Francisco uh, school system for my education. And um, I started at, uh, as a, you know, as a baby, uh, seven pounds, seven ounces, just a regular, normal, regular size baby, and my that was my lowest weight. And my highest weight is has been uh, up to 268 pounds, but um, it might have been more. But when you get to that point, um, maybe I probably didn't really keep an accurate record of it, or or some or was afraid to get on the scale. So my uh, recorded highest weight is 268 pounds. Um, and, uh, I recommitted, like I say, uh, in 2018 and the how program and I had done how before and I had fallen away. I was a fallen away member of the program. And then I came back and recommitted and started with a new sponsor and I got, I recommitted again. My sponsor went on a cruise and had a slip. And so I recommitted again with another sponsor who I have to this day. And that was in August uh, last year. So um, growing up in San Francisco in an alcoholic family was uh, I don't, was very dysfunctional, was very chaotic. Um, my father was the alcoholic and my mother was, well, I always say my mother was a saint and my father was an alcoholic. But my mother really tried to make it all right, you know, smooth it out, take, make it, um, oops. That's my phone. That's the other phone. Let's see. There. Cut it off. Um, so, uh, yeah. So my mom always tried to make things right. She was a really good Al-Anon candidate. But, of course, at those days, 
I, she didn't, we didn't know about Al-Anon. I didn't know about Al-Anon either at that time. Um, I was, like I said, I was born and raised in San Francisco, went to school in San Francisco. And from an early age, uh, you know, from the pretty much two or three years old, I was very, very interested in food. Um, I can remember when I had my tonsils out, they brought ice cream in for me. And I was just, I was just in seventh heaven with that. Uh, of course, I didn't like the surgery, but I did like, did like the reward I got. And I think from that early, early beginnings, when I had my tonsils out as a young child, um, was a beginning of a, a love affair with uh, sugar. And so that was kind of, it started off and uh, between my father being an alcoholic and all the, the predisposition because of the physical, um, because of the physical uh, of parts of my body, I did get an emotional, uh, spiritual, I guess, attachment to um, overeating and especially sugar. Uh, so um, I, as a child, um, I, my, we always had formal dinners and my mother worked very hard to make it really nice, to make it like a normal everyday family uh, and make it nice for my brother and myself. But uh, since my dad was an alcoholic, it was pretty chaotic and it wasn't always so great sitting around the table. Uh, she did make nice dinners for us, but um, a lot of times the dinners were spoiled because my father would either come in late or come in drunk and 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 be obnoxious. He was not exact. He was a, a not a happy drunk. He was more of a, a sarcastic and cruel kind of, of drunk. Um, so as a, as a moving on as a young person, um, we would have. Uh, my brother and I and my parents would have these little dinners around the table. And I can remember my father would, uh, if I was doing something he didn't like, he would certainly uh, tell me about it. And so it was very tense, you know, food situations were very tense uh, for me at that time. And then uh, I, I was able to release some weight in high school and I was uh, more or less normal weight. And then as, as a college student, uh, I got pretty skinny uh, because I, uh, one of my boyfriends uh, introduced me to um, uh, drugs, to uh, a diet, a diet uh, drugs so that I would uh, cut down on my appetite so I would have no appetite. So we used those to uh, get, get to a, a thin weight. Uh, a thinner body and um, over the years it's uh, it's been up and down for me you know I've found a, a diet program and I'd go on it and I'd jump on it I get really enthusiastic and I I'd work really hard I work nine months or a year or so I get to my goal weight and then I think I had it made and then I would uh, reward myself you know the reward with with food and, or usually a sugary kind of food, and then it would be back slowly, sometimes with, you know, years it would take, but eventually I would regain, regain what I had released. And uh, so uh, the, the thing is, is that I didn't, I never really, it took me a long time to really get it, but I was totally addicted um, to overeating and to sugar. So, um, I joined Overeaters Anonymous uh, in, 2000, in uh, 1973, and um, 
1973, I was I was married at that time, and and I realized that uh, I just couldn't live with myself. I was just I, it was so heavy, and I was up at up uh, at one of my highest weights, and um, I was so depressed with the whole the whole body image, the whole the way I looked, and so I I joined Overeaters Anonymous, and it didn't take me. Uh, at that time, there was no how. It was just regular OA, and I found a sponsor. I went to the meetings down uh, in San Francisco, and I, I was fortunate because of the meeting I went to, a woman came up to me, and uh, I, I was very, very desperate. And she came up to me, and she asked me, uh, it, you know, how sincere I was about the program. I said, I'm very, very sincere. And so she said, well, you need to come to the meeting tomorrow night. And I said, well, I, you know, I have a three-year-old baby. I can't really come to the meeting. And she said, well, if, it, if it's important to you, you will be there. And so I was like, well, okay. So the next day, um, the time for the meeting came. It was in downtown San Francisco. It was a night. I wrapped Cynthia up in a uh, blanket, a baby blanket, and I drove down there and I took her down and uh, I, that woman became my sponsor and I had her on the, on the, uh, in that particular uh, room, it was uh, benches. It was like a, a church. So they were kind of like benches, like a pew would be in a church. So I had her next to me and her hat, head was in my lap. So I was, uh, uh, I was able to be at the meeting and I was, and I found a sponsor and, uh, she was a fantastic sponsor. She worked with me teaching me the program, teaching me. We had Dignity of Choice. That was our food plan. We went through there. We found a food plan that worked for, for me and worked for her. And I worked for her with her for, for quite a few years uh, until she moved away to, um, I think it was Kentucky. She moved away, and then uh, she's she since passed away. So um, so she was my first sponsor, and, uh, and uh, really, that, and that's partly why... and that I have such an appreciation for sponsors now. I, uh, I love, I love my sponsors. I've had, I'm very, very grateful that I've been, had sponsors over the years and, uh, it, it seemed to, uh, to work for me. Um, the, the part of, I don't know how long I've been talking now. Am I still connected? Yes, um, you're coming through maybe, but Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I thought maybe I got lost somewhere along the rail. Um, so anyway, uh, her name was Claudette. She's passed away. So, um, so she was she was a big help to get me going, teach me the principles, and she was very very uh, big book minded. So I learned a lot from her about the big book, which was uh, which was a, a very helpful for me uh, at that time, and. Um, and it's kind of made the foundation of my program, uh, the big book and our literature. And then, uh, so that that was uh, as uh, young married, and then um, I was I was in the program. So uh, as a young married woman, and uh, and it made my life so much so much better, uh, so much better to um, not be hiding and eating and and hiding uh, the foods and sneaking around. You know, I didn't have to do that. Uh, so um, I try to live my life today uh, by the principles of our program, and I, uh, I, I, 
the, the most important thing for me, I think, is uh, the, it's doing service, being of service to the program. That's a that's a big uh, that's a, the principle of step twelve, doing service. So I I like to um, do service when I can. Uh, that that uh, is very is very meaningful. And um, when asked, I try to do the uh, to try to step forward and, and, and do uh, my service. Um, there's been a lot of uh, miracles in my life that have that have come about through uh, working the steps. There's been um, I had uh, uh, gained a lot of weight uh, when I dropped out of the program, and then uh, had problems with my knees and my hips, and so I've had a uh, hip replacement in the program. I was able to go through that um, and and get get my body uh, to get better uh, <clears throat> in my mobility and in my walking, and it's and and through that uh, they encouraged me to do the do the action plan, which was the for me the going to the pool two or three times a week to uh, get myself. Uh, stronger in walking and mobility so that was that was part of my action plan and uh, the pool's been closed for a while and so now it's um, open again and I'm able to go um, and um, like I said I try to live by the principles of the program and I, and I think now with this um, with this um, virus it's been tough <laughs> Because I haven't, I've had to use um, the our, uh, um, acceptance. I've had to switch into acceptance of a lot of things that I didn't want to accept. You know, acceptance and love, <coughs> excuse me, have been so important to me. And uh, the, 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 the big changes that have occurred because of this uh, be, having to isolate and having to all the things that I enjoy canceled and, and uh, uh, taken away from me, and uh, kind of the grief of the loss of the losses of these things, and I've had to deal with my sponsor, and I have talked about a lot of them, the acceptance of the canceling the ballet and the acceptance of um, canceling my trip to London, which I was really counting counting on, and accepting you know that my uh, grandson's birthday is coming up and I'm not going down there. So these these things have really brought me back to the program because I, I want to feel good about them. I want to feel serene about them. And I don't want to um, get caught up in the anger and uh, the uh, unhappiness of it. And a lot of these things are just uh, first world problems. I mean, I don't have the problems of... Uh, of not potable water or not being able to get the food I need or having to walk down to the well or anything like that. My problems are, are first world problems. And so when I put them in perspective, it's like no, no problem. On page 417 is the acceptance prayer. And I, I want to read that and um, follow it on a daily basis because acceptance is the answer to my to my problems and uh, i think that's just about all i have to say i'm not sure how long i've been talking um but i appreciate being asked and i appreciate 
all the people that are in our program. And I appreciate all the, the people who have gone out of their way to help me um, learn about technology. So I just want to say I have a real um, attitude of gratitude about all the help that I've gotten. And thank you for letting me share.